Hello, good afternoon everybody. This is the Common Sense American here. Uh, first of all, I do apologize for not getting this week's podcast done last night. I usually do them Tuesday nights, but I just got a little busy. Uh, some of you may know I'm, I've written a book uh, that I am trying to get out there, trying to pitch to literary agents. Um, of course, it isn't political. However, you keep running into the endless wall, as you do in all forms of entertainment, which is they're pretty much only looking for, uh, you know, they want a transgender protagonist, they want underrepresented voices, they want the, the gay angle. I mean, have you ever even read a new book in the past few years that doesn't include this content? It's flat-out propaganda. And they're, they're saying it. If you read, you know, agent profiles and see what they're looking for, I'd say... Oh, 60 to 70 percent, especially of the more recently updated profiles and bios, say they're specifically looking for LGBT and, and cultural and diversity and social justice and identity, all these types of stories. And of course, that's the only thing you really see in the marketplace today. So I'm going to have extreme difficulty uh, getting anybody to even consider my book, even though, like I said, it isn't political. It just doesn't include those things. I, 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 that's not what the story's about. It serves, it would serve no purpose. Um, and you know, something like underrepresented, you know, just pisses me off. How can it be underrepresented when you all represent it? All of you are looking for it. It can't be underrepresented anymore. Uh, that's ridiculous. But anyway, um, it got me thinking about this whole, you know, mess in terms of the recent impeachment query and why leftists and those on the right are constantly at each other's throats. And I did a podcast earlier about, uh, and I've mentioned this several times, the widening gap between the left and the right. It's just, it's so wide now that we can't even shout across the chasm. We can't get anybody else to listen. We can't, I mean, you, anybody in social media, Twitter, Facebook, wherever, if you, if you post in the political sphere, You've seen it. You've experienced it. You can't talk to these people. You, no matter what you do, you, you can't. I try desperately to engage them in civil conversation. I really have. I do not produce offensive podcasts. I do not scream at the top of my lungs. I don't even curse in my podcasts. I don't, I don't do any of this. Yes, I do blame Democrats and liberals for a lot of the problems we have because, frankly, I think they're directly responsible. And I lay out my reasons why, and I try to explain my position, and I don't do it in a in a manner that says, "Okay, that's it. All Democrats need to be killed or something." I, I don't. I don't do that. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in extremism. I don't believe in the radicalization of either party. I don't like it, and I wish people would just talk more. I've never had somebody say, a liberal, for example, say, "Oh, well, I, I listen to your podcast. I don't really agree with it, and here's why." I've never heard that. All I've heard is, you're an idiot, you're a Nazi, shut up, you should be silenced and kicked off, you should never do this again, we hate you. I mean, this level of complete, it's, it's just narrow-minded fascism. And it's coming at me so hard that I wonder, you know, where is this going to lead? Well, we're seeing where it leads. It's, it's, it's leading to the obstruction of free speech and freedom of expression. We are not allowed to say what we, are, we wish to say, even when we are not insulting people, even when we are not browbeating them into trying to believe what we believe. The only people doing that right now, it seems to me, is the left. Now, I try, I really do try to look at this from other angles. So I say to myself, if I'm a liberal, maybe I'm, they're seeing it the same way. 
right? They're saying, well, we can't talk to them either because they respond in very much the same manner. They they yell and scream at us and, and call us names. And, and you know what? There are many of us who do, okay? We have to admit that. It happens all the time. I see some pretty disgusting stuff de uh, directed to both sides, from both sides, and it's just making things worse. It's, it's giving us an extremely hostile environment. And so I, I really just wanted to do a podcast where I try to just ask politely, with, with as much civility as I can, the Democrats, moderate or whatever, or liberals, I just want to know what you're thinking. You know, why can't I get this from people? There have to be moderates out there. There just have to be. And there have to be people with an open mind who are willing to listen to other sides. If we don't have that anymore, we are headed for civil war. And for the dumbest reason possible, which is that we just won't talk to each other like we're animals. Okay? We should have progressed past that many hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago. It, we need to reach that point again. And so, you know, in the interest of, you know, I'm trying to be the bigger man here. I'm trying to get people to say, state their position and do so without venom, without vitriol, without attacking me. Because I'm going, the way I'm going to ask these questions, I don't think it warrants attack or retaliation, okay? I just want to know what you're thinking. That's all I want. Why can't I get that? For example, with illegal immigration. I did a podcast, you know, some weeks ago, the common sense approach to immigration, which I believe is perfectly accurate, and I don't see any reason why it couldn't work for just about every country on the planet, go and listen to it if you like. It's like all my podcasts, not very long. I think it's 20 minutes or less. And I don't understand why anybody would say that illegal citizens, and other, well, illegals, they're not citizens, illegal individuals who are in this country now, why should they get healthcare? Why should they get government-funded anything. I don't understand that stance. That doesn't make any sense to me at all. That would never happen in any, any other country on the planet. Well, I don't know. That may not be true now. It might be happening in Sweden or other places that opened up their borders and just said, come on in. I don't know. I know that's not working. It's not working for them as it's not working for us. The numbers are clear. We've spent billions on this. Billions. Okay. Though, whatever the actual number is in terms of how many billions, I'm sure is up for debate. But how much we've spent on the sheer number of illegals in this country is not deniable. So how do we defend that? How, why, why would you defend that? Now, the only way your position works, I think, liberals, is if you say, well, we have to take care of the downtrodden and they are coming here for help and blah, blah, blah. But you're just being led astray by a mainstream media that's trying to show you a very small minority of what illegal immigrants are. Illegal immigrants are gangsters, are, are criminals, are here to cause problems. They're here, if you're here illegally, chances are you're here for a reason. You're here to hide. You're here to do bad things. There'd be no other purpose to come here illegally. You, you're here to take things without giving anything in return. That is the common sense logical reaction to someone who sneaks into a country without following the simple, uh, you know, immigration laws. It's, it's not hard to, to apply for a visa and come here and work. It really isn't. If you ask legal immigrants who are here legally and have been for some time who have gone through the process, yes, they will tell you it, it probably takes too long, just like all government things take too long, and that it's probably overly complicated. It doesn't need to be, but it's not hard. It just takes some time, takes a little bit of effort. And yeah, you should expend that if you are going to live in another country and become one of its citizens. 
if you know, it, one, 70 to 80% of the people who are invading this country illegally are not desperate mothers fleeing juntas and guerrillas and gangsters. That's not what's happening. Look at the pictures that are coming across the mob. 70 to 80% of them are young men, most of whom between the ages of 20 and 35. These stats are, the, the, the Custom Border Patrol, the CBP, releases these routinely every time they come up with, you know, more and more thousands of people caught. They're not grabbing mothers and shoving kids in cages. This has all been so blown out of proportion in terms of what we are fighting, in terms of what we're coming, of what's coming to the country and what uh, is impacting our resources, impacting our neighborhoods. We are all for legal immigration immigrants. All legal immigrants, we're with you. We stand with you. We're thankful for what you bring to us. I think many conservatives believe this. Now, liberals, what is wrong with that? What is wrong with saying that we want you here legally? We want you to contribute and adapt and assimilate. That's what everybody wants. That's what all countries want. Some countries demand it at a much higher level than us. It only makes perfect sense. Why would you give somebody who has broken the law, who has come here illegally, why would you give them the world on a silver platter? Healthcare? Are you kidding me? Why are they getting the benefit of the doubt for everything when the statistics do not lend that out? The sheer number of every single person who ends up in a jail in this country who is a gangster from South America or, or Middle America or Mexico, whatever, you think they came here legally? The, the people who come here legally are the ones we want, period. I don't know what your position is, so you have to explain to me how you can defend illegals getting government-funded, taxpayer-funded assistance in terms of healthcare, in terms of welfare. None of that makes any sense. Somebody's got to explain it to me, okay? That's one. Um, the abortion issue. I said I before that I am, I tend to be on the fence a little. I am mostly pro-life. There are extreme circumstances where I do believe that maybe abortion is the right answer. Now, those are extreme cases, and I don't believe there are many. In general, the decision to kill your unborn baby, to me, is murder. It makes no sense to say that that child is not living um, while it's in there, or, or it takes its first breath or something when it first pops out. It makes absolutely no sense, just because it's on the other side of the stomach. It, it's, you know, they can hear and feel all the way, you know, at a very early time. I'm not sure what the... A doctor could tell you, I'm sure. But the bottom line is these are living, breathing creatures. And to kill them because it's not convenient for you is not a rights issue for you. It's a rights issue for them. They're helpless and innocent, and you should not be able to dictate what happens to them. And as I said in the abortion podcast, which I did some time ago, it was very popular. Um, a lot of this it's just so you can be as disgusting as you want. You can be as promiscuous as you like, and the consequences are nil. Because it, if you happen to get pregnant because you're a disgusting pig, or you put yourselves in these situations far too often because you have no self-discipline, this is your answer. And let's face it, that's really what most abortions are. There, it just, it was, it came about because of bad decisions. And this is basically saying we're allowing you to keep making those bad decisions at the expense of countless human souls. Okay? How can you defend this? How can you defend destroying that soul because you just don't want it? Because it's not convenient for you? 
because you made a mistake. Yeah, we make mistakes. We all have to pay for our mistakes. That's how civilization works. We all have to learn and grow from our mistakes. We have to give these unborn children a chance to live and do something great in this world. If you don't, you better come up with a darn good reason why. And your reasons are very rarely that. They're usually extremely selfish. This is highly egocentric. This is about you. And by the way, why does the man never have a say in this? Why, why is that? That makes no sense either. You're saying the man has absolutely no say? How did that baby get there? What is this? Immaculate conception? The man should have a vote. Of course he should. He's the father. You should know about it. And if abortion should happen, both parties need to sign off on that, as far as I'm concerned. I don't see why that should be any different. That's just a push against equality yet again. That's all that is to me. Pushing men down and saying, forget it, you don't count. It's the woman's body, as if the man had nothing to do with it. That's idiotic. Again, how do you defend that? How do you call that equality? That's not women's rights. That's not lending power to women. That's giving them all the power, not only over men, but also over the, the child that is a product of two people, not just you. How do you defend this? How? Explain it to me. How do you defend, I'm switching gears here, our state of education, which is absolutely disgusting. I mean, it's deplorable. It's embarrassing. We have fallen so far on the worldwide register. We continue to tumble. There are third world countries who are close to us in terms of science and reading and math. We can't do anything right. We just can't. We cannot compete. And our answer to not competing is to just continue lower the bar and lowering the standards. And then we inject social justice and, and all kinds of um, uh, idiotic programs into our schools that should never be there in the first place. You know, the drag queens in schools or, or libraries, um, the, the social justice meetings, which are like mandatory. All of this has no place in school. We need to get back to actual education you know, real learning, and we're not doing it. There are people coming out of school who honestly can barely read and write. There is no defense of this. And you're telling me, and teachers have become, like doctors, like demigods. They, they cannot be criticized. They cannot be taken to task. Everywhere I go, they want to treat teachers like they're, you know, the second coming of, of Gandhi or something. I understand every society needs its teachers and they are critical, but when you are failing at that job, and it is a job, if we were going by job performance, every teacher in this country would probably be fired. Well, I, I, I'm overstating. I'm sure there are great teachers out there who try very, very hard, who are constantly railing against a way leftist agenda. I'm sure they exist. But the job performance overall is poor, very poor, has been poor for decades. Any other job, all these people, especially at the top, administration, principals, they'd be gone because this isn't working. It clearly isn't working. If you continue to force this down our children's throats, you think that schools and government should play a much larger role in children's lives, and I don't know how you defend that. This is what's happening. This is what's happening. You're taking power away from the parents. You're forcing ideas down children's throats. The idea, the whole point of education is to open someone's mind, give them ideas for them to chew on, for them to come to their own conclusions about. That's what education is. It's not forcing an agenda on them. It's not telling them that this way of thinking is correct and all other ways are not, and you must condemn all ways but this. That's not education. That's 
fascism. That's basically instilling a certain code in their heads. It's drilling them. It's, it's like you're creating miniature little foot soldiers for the left. What do you think Greta Thunberg is? She's the result. She's the product of a liberal environment. And the fact that they are exploiting her, a child, to push that agenda is unconscionable. Okay? And if this is happening on uh, how do you defend this? How do you defend, obviously, our tumbling in education and then go out and say all teachers are great and, you know, they shouldn't be taken to task and our education system is great and this is how schools should be? How can you defend that? Please explain to me how you can defend that when none of the numbers stack up, when we are producing dumber and dumber and dumber people out of school. All the statistics say it. Compare us to some of the other countries. We are a joke. We got kids will come here from places maybe like, you know, uh, places in Europe and Asia. They'll come, they'll be two grades ahead uh, of us and still be a, you know, different age. They'll be like, they'll be, they'll come into our fourth grade and they'll see it like it's first grade for them, you know? And it's the same thing when we go overseas. You know, our kids are way behind. Ask any parents who have done it. We are way behind. There's no defense of this, none. So explain it to me. Just explain it to me, okay? And lastly, the racism thing, which you keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. Everybody's a racist. Everybody's a Nazi. The fear-mongering nuttiness where you are basically saying, well, the obviously anybody on the right is now just a racist Nazi and they're going to attack you. You realize, of course, that we see that the same way of you, right? You get it, that we are absolutely terrified that you people have gone completely off the deep end, you're calling anybody racist who doesn't agree with you. You're calling black people racist. You're calling everybody. I don't even think you know what the word means anymore. How can you promote equality when you have no interest in equality? How can I show, how can you be for essentially saying diversity to you just means no white people. Let's face it, that's exactly what it means. I've used this example many, many times. If you take any group or organization and take a picture of them, I don't know, whatever it is, a sports team, a community group, whatever, right? And you take 10 pictures, and each one of those groups is all of one ethnicity. Could be all blacks, all Asian American, all Latin, all, you know, whatever, right? It's all specifically one ethnicity or nationality, right? And you show it to liberals. The only picture they're going to have a trouble, trouble with is the one with all the white people in it. That one's racist. The other ones are all fine. How can the other ones be all fine? None of those pictures are diverse because they're all one. But you don't seem to have a problem with that, do you? You don't have a problem if one group of anything is all of anything provided it's not white. This is racism. It's pure racism. That's all it is. Defend it. Explain it to me. Uh, my example from earlier where I said agents for books, and not just that, but for all of entertainment, they're looking for quote-unquote underrepresented voices. How can they be underrepresented when that's all we see? Hmm? How can that be? When that's everything that's coming down the pike in our movies, in our books, in our video games, in our music, that's all you want. That's all you're pushing on us. That's not underrepresented. That's promoted. The only ones who are underrepresented right now are white people especially white Christian males. They're not just underrepresented, they're oppressed. We feel that, we believe that. Can you defend that, liberals? Can you, what is your stance? What do you really believe? What to you really is diversity and equality? Why does it feel to us that you hate us?
on all these levels because of the color of our skin. Do you realize that that is why we are reacting the way we are? Do you understand that your actions and thoughts and beliefs, that's what's causing us to think this way? We never felt this way before and now we do. And we're allowed to think that, by the way. Okay, we really are. My question to you is why? You know, and what is your definition of diversity and equality? These are the questions I have. For any Democrats and liberals out there, if you're willing to answer with civility, if you're willing to answer intelligently, if you're willing to answer without attacking me, I'm all ears. We need to create some form of dialogue between the two sides. We really do, because this is getting dangerous, and it doesn't need to be. We just need to talk, okay? If you have any friends who are liberal or Democrats and you think they should hear this, by all means, send it to them. See if you can get some civilized responses from them and tell me about it. I'd be all ears. So... That's it for this week. I hope it went over well. And again, I hope we can peacefully negotiate a few things in the future. And I will see you again next week. Thank you.